You listen to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Like movies, music, television, and more? Oh my god. Well, you've come to the right place. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophy, hosted by me, Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophy. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Is butter a carb? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Hey there, everyone. You are listening to Foodies Watching Movies. I am your co-host, Andrew Port, and I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I am joined at a table, not at Nate's house for once, on a Foodies episode. Yeah. So, how's, how are you doing today, Nate? I'm doing awesome, man. It's uh, the first time in three consecutive episodes of Foodies. It's the first time since episode two, I believe, that we actually have the whole group here. Yeah. So joining us today is Lauren. Welcome back to the show. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good. And as always, the co-founder of Foodies Watching Movies, uh, my cohort, Veronica. Welcome. How's it going? It's going really well. Uh, we just watched an awesome movie. We're going to be uh, spending some time talking about that tomorrow, a little bit later in the, in the podcast today. We've got a, a whiny puppy dog, so it's very, very uh, much like a normal podcast on JIC. You know, if it's not <laughs> Joanna's dog or your dog, it's somebody's dog. And today it's actually your dog. I know. We're recording from Studio V. Okay. Uh, I see what I did there. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. But I want to kick it off and ask you guys all a question. I don't care who wants to answer first. How was Thanksgiving? Uh, for, yeah, Thanksgiving was great. It's actually the first Thanksgiving I wasn't at my parents' house. I was actually uh, at my uh, with my fiance's family. And, uh, Liz is joining us here today. Welcome to the show, Liz. Hey, thanks. Hope I didn't scar you too much with going to my Thanksgiving. Oh no, it's it's always an, it was an ex- different experience. But as long as there's family, some political drama, and everything else, it's usually family Thanksgiving. There was political drama. Oh, of course. Oh man, when Let's you have hear some it. Southerners coming in from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, there's always going to be some fun talks about Trump and all that jazz. So <sighs> he got into a little bit of a, I don't know if you'd call it a tiff or an argument. Uh-oh about the wall with uh, some of the relatives and they're not my relatives um it's on my aunt's side so married in yeah they don't count yeah they don't count it's like you know just to preface by saying they're not really my relatives (laughs) they're just some relatives yeah so what was the food like that's really where we're kind of going with this today how was the The food at this thanksgiving the food was great um we had turkey and stuffing all the traditional thanksgiving food and i really enjoyed it so uh, turkey was great there was a Whole kitchen table full of dessert too. After oh, it, man, they it's did got a Thanksgiving right. Piece of eclair cake and um, some 
brownies, I think there was, or fudge. Yeah, something like that. Some gluten-free stuff. And, okay, uh, so they weren't spiked brownies. No, no. Okay, okay. no. Okay, Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> would have went through Thanksgiving a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> bet there, were, there would not have been any wall talk. You know, that that's a funny thing we joked about. Like, man, one year we should just bring, like, pot brownies to Thanksgiving and let everybody mellow out. And just you know? don't even yeah. tell them. Don't em. say a thing. Just let everybody just get mellow. Someone's have, like, four and just be catatonic for... <laughs> Five hours. What happened to Aunt Georgie? I'm not sure, but I don't think she's moving. But she's staring into the wall. <laughs> you know, like, what's going on here? Uh, so if you could pick one food from Thanksgiving AP that is, like, your mecca, it makes or breaks turkey day for you, what is it? Is it the turkey? It has to be the turkey. Really? Turkey. Okay. Sometimes you get... It has to, and usually for me, it has to be white meat. Okay. White meat guy. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Uh, what about you, Liz? Um... I mean, normally with my Thanksgiving, it's a little different. Um, going to this big Thanksgiving, uh, you don't get as much of the ethnic food that we normally have. We usually have like um, German dumplings or spätzle, and so I kind of miss that. Um, but on a normal Thanksgiving, it's got to be the sweet potatoes. Oh, see, that's that's my life too. I'm all about. We made the sweet potatoes this year for your mom's Thanksgiving, and we did. It was the first time I've ever attempted to make a sweet potato dessert, and really? it turned out nice. People were very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Lauren, we haven't had any conversations about how your Thanksgiving went, and I'm so curious, what did you do? It went well. I went to my grandma's house in Griffith. Um, pretty much, my whole mom's side of the family was there, and then the following Sunday. My mom had like a tiny Thanksgiving dinner at her house with me, my sister, my grandma, and her boyfriend was there. She had it so that we could have leftovers because my grandma didn't have enough leftovers at her house for all of us. So she had, she made like, she made like a whole turkey, a whole ham. She made like mashed potatoes, niblets, corn. She made everything. Multiple Thanksgivings are the best. You know, multiple holidays are the best. We had three Thanksgivings. Well, at least I did. V, you had. You had three because you uh, you were at your um, grandma's house in Crete, I think. I went to my great grandma's house. Great grandma's, yeah, my fault. And um, on Thanksgiving, and then on Friday, Black Friday, my mom has her Thanksgiving dinner every year, and it just kind of works out that way because of schedules and stuff like that. And then we went to Nate's dad's on Saturday. And we had the most non-traditional Thanksgiving you could possibly have. Yeah, we had Monocle's pizza. Half cheese, half supreme. (laughs) So it was like totally not Thanksgiving. It actually tasted good for once. Usually I don't jam on Monocle's because it's always super dry and tastes like kind of cardboardy sometimes. But uh, it was very good. Yeah, it 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 was absolutely a great pizza. So speaking of pizza... I wanted to find out what you guys are doing as far as new restaurants you might have tried. I know that I'm big into always trying new foods. Veronica, I'm going to throw the ball into your court because we recently found what we're going to call the spot. Now, yeah. I want you to talk about what we had for lunch yesterday. I think we had it last Sunday, too. <clears throat> yeah, we decided to try out Mod Pizza for the first time because there's a Mod Pizza in Cherville now or Highland or somewhere up there. And um, my sister lives out in L.A. and she said that the mod pizza out there was like oh it's okay it's it's just like basic pizza nothing special so we haven't tried it and it's been open for i don't know two or three months a couple of months and then we just decided to do it and it was fucking delicious it was very good it's like the fast food of pizza but like gourmet yummy pizzas 
It's not Little Caesars. No, no it, it's not Little Caesars. It's They've got like a, one of those like 700 degree uh, wood fired ovens or whatever. And then you can uh, pick the size of your pizza crust and then they build the pizza in front of you and you tell them what shit you want on top of it's it. It's the subway of pizza. It's the subway oh, of pizza. Okay. Uh, it's really cool. They but do it's have. really good. Yeah. And the drinks there are really good. They've got like vintage lemonade, they call it. It's super hipstery. They make homemade ding dongs. <laughs> yeah, but they're really good, so I'm going to let them have it. Yeah, and they, you can also really have good. a beer there as well. Right. Yeah, what about you guys? Try anything new, um, food or film-wise? I know for me, since I've been traveling a lot, I noticed that at least what it seems like in Colorado, they're really about their spice, like their green chilies and everything else. Because all the Mexican restaurants I've been to out there, their mild is like spicy, spicy for me. I'm like, they're, the, their level, their bar is like set. They set the bar a little higher. So it's like, oh, you can get mild or medium or mid and i'm like oh, i'll just uh, okay the mild it's fine and then it's like the salsa oh that's 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 the salsa i'm like salsa's like hot in danville so it's like okay. oh all right so it cooked you yeah it was it was so not, you have fun at all the different restaurants out there yeah um i've gone to just a lot of bar and grill type places not a whole lot of exotic fare um yeah but you're going back right yeah i'm going back I don't know about this week, but probably the week after. Explore more foods. Explore I know, more definitely. Foods. Hey, maybe by the time you get out there, there will be an In-N-Out burger in Colorado. You heard about that, right? They're putting an In-N-Out burger? They're expanding to Colorado. There's going to be 30 new locations for In-N-Out burger in Colorado. Yeah. Now it's yeah. only half the country away. Correct. Yeah. I know Liz and I had it when we were in Vegas yeah, uh, like, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's that, amazing. It's a good burger. It's oh. kind of like Shoops. And, uh, we just had the... Pizza today was a pizza we haven't had before. Uh, or not mates. We had uh, Chinese, Mexican. No, we had Mexican. It's, been a, it's, it's been a day. We I'm watched sorry. a really Man. fucked up movie, and I think we're all a little fucked up from it right now. Yeah, <laughs> but we had Mexican food today <laughs> from a, a little restaurant called My Little Ranch. And it's pretty much the only place to get Mexican food around here, you know, within like a half hour distance but it's pretty good did you guys like it yeah Yeah, i really really enjoyed it that was a good quesadilla and the salsa was always good and the chips like broke apart but sometimes it's nice to get because you can get a lot more of the salsa in between the layers that's why i like those chips they're like homemade tortilla chips you know and that's why they do that after they fry them they like kind of break apart a little bit but i really like their chips and salsa it's my favorite (laughs) this restaurant's so awesome that the owner like his house i drove by it once it literally has a giant like stone my ranch thing like he, <laughs> like the, it's not their logo but like it's it's he, he's calling that his ranch and he owns the little ranch and then there's actually another bigger building that's like a full size restaurant they have in Lowell as well oh it's okay. really it's really great the first time i had it i was absolutely blown away that's one thing about Lowell you guys have a lot of really cool unusual food options like the ranch is awesome faustinos is awesome i really wish we would have got to try that today with everybody here yeah i've see i completely disagree with what you're saying i feel like lowell is one of the worst places for food all you have is fast food and then a bunch of little pizza places that are really expensive and only open at 4 p.m and close at like 8 p.m because they're all mom and pop shops i mean the one place that we do eat faustino's is really pretty usually pretty good a lot of times they forget my ranch when i order uh you know what do we get? The corn, corn nuggets. nuggets. They get like, yeah, they have these deep fried corn nuggets that are really delicious, and they always forget to deliver my ranch. So, whatever. Always it's, from, yeah, it's you and sauces always. What's like that? Um, 
when you get like House of Peach and you get the those fried green beans with yeah, the with the ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. House of Pizza is also notorious for getting my so- for forgetting my sauce. Mm-hmm. I always order a cup of pizza sauce on the side because that's just my thing. And almost every single time I have them deliver it, they forget it, and it ruins my day every time. So I've decided for my own sanity to just order carry out and make sure I get it myself. Lauren, what about you? Have you tried any new foodie things or had new film experiences? Mm, no to the new film experiences. The only thing that I really tried lately, and this was probably like a month, a month and a half ago, was I went to Chicago with my friend Bridget. And we went to this restaurant called this like bar. It was called Fat Cat. And they had this amazing chicken pot pie or turkey pot pie. It was probably like this big. Oh my gosh. And I ate all of it. Amazing. <laughs> it was yeah. delicious. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have to try that. It was Fat Cats? Yeah. Fat Cat. Fat Cat. Okay. P-H or F? F. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. So when I Google it, I'm not like confused. Uh, but speaking of new things, you and I got to experience something today that everybody else at the table V has already experienced. We watched this movie, Get Out. Mm-hmm. And what? Man, that was fucked up. Yeah. So you guys have already all seen it. Yes. That so was it was the... just me and Nate that have not seen it. Okay, and this was per Lauren's recommendation that we watch this movie. Yeah. She loaned this to us after like Foodies episode two, I think. I remember, and then we had <laughs> just hadn't gotten around to watching it yet. And then we decided to save it so we could all watch it together. Yeah. And we did. And I don't know how I feel about it. Still processing? Um, well, I feel like I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really good. I thought it had some very needed uh, comedic relief, you know, here and there. And I think that's because Jordan Peele did this movie, right? I still think it's very strange that it won the Golden Globe nomination for comedy, though. I don't understand why that's a thing, because this was one of the most fucked up movies I've seen in a while. The studio was pushing it as a comedy because it's more likely it'll win for a comedy, even though if you watch that movie... There's, it's not a comedy. Because it's more of a thriller. During, right, you don't laugh during okay, that Okay, let me just preface this by saying, guys, <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck this movie was about Same. before we watched it. Like, even today, I still didn't even know, you, like, what we were what we were going to watch. Interpretation? Like, oh, it's going to be kind of like this. Did you have your own Well, this is what happened. I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. I didn't read the information on the box before we, you know, put it on or whatever. I didn't research it before because I didn't want to have any spoilers. I wanted to enjoy it. And as I'm watching this movie, I was just sitting there thinking like, okay, what is this movie going to be? Because I know something immediately is terribly, terribly wrong. And then about like 20 minutes into the movie, I figured it out in my head and I was super pleased the whole time because I was right. (laughs) I'm just hoping that they'll uh, nominate it for the Oscar for Best Picture just because I feel like it it fits the Oscar nomination a lot better than the Golden Globe nomination because the Golden Globe is split up between dr- drama and comedy. Yeah, it's right. a drama in music it's a, a drama and then musical or comedy. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that it'll get the Oscar nomination for Best Picture because Well, if they open it up to 10 nominees, it could be easily one of the 10. I don't think there's anything that's really st- stood out to me since the last, since the award cycle, that would, that are more than ten items, yeah. at least in my, from what I've seen, I think that uh, Get Out was a phenomenal movie. I I do believe it should be nominated for an Oscar. You guys had hyped up this big twist, mm-hmm. and I'm spending the whole movie like I, I think I was spending the whole movie waiting on the twist and and just like soaking it all in, 
and I didn't even realize the twist until it was right there in front of me because I was just like I was analyzing every piece like right at the very beginning of the movie I'm like the fucking dude who just choked that guy out what does his shoes look like maybe I'm going to solve the mystery with his shoes you know and I'm like looking at everything this movie does a really good job of being and this is an interesting way to say this it's the most racist non-racist movie I think I've ever seen because they're it's all about overtones. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything that's racially damning, but they make you feel uncomfortable in a certain way well, like, because he's being put in these situations consistently throughout the whole film. It's overtly positive. Yes, and he's being like, um, what's that? Uh, it's like uh, I don't know what the term is. It's a term that show pony. No, no, that's like where you like get hyped up by other people too much like, like they, love bombed yes lo- they like love bomb him and th- but it's like weird they're like giving him weird compliments and then they they only talk about like tiger woods and barack obama like and yeah. you're just they like, want to show how much they love black people and like how strong he is and how oh he's so handsome yeah, yeah and actually lauren if lauren wouldn't have if, if lauren wouldn't have said it i wouldn't have actually really even made the connection still watching it that the guy at the beginning of the movie is uh i forget his name something king andre yeah the guy who that dre guy but they he calls himself something king i can't remember oh it's uh, logan 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 king yes so i think it's safe to say spoiler alert for this episode so we should we like talk about what the fuck this movie is so people who are listening to us know yeah okay why don't you go ahead and explain it lauren because you picked this movie why did you pick this movie i want to know yeah Um, I honestly don't know. I just really enjoyed it when I went to go see it in theaters. I think it was because of the audience that we had with us. Me and my friend Bridget went to go see it originally. And I remember there was that line in the movie where he said, the images you capture, so brutal, so melancholic. (laughs) And there was a guy sitting behind us who, as soon as he said, so melancholic, he was like, what? (laughs) And me and Bridget were like, what? Why why did you say what? I don't understand what is so strange about him saying so melancholic. Mm-hmm. But it was just it was just a really fun movie to see in theaters. It seems like it would be visually anyway, you know, mm-hmm. like just even watching it. Man, that was a really interesting movie. It felt like they even it was so self-referential like it even referenced the fact that it was so like Stanley Kubrick. You know, with the eyes wide shut reference. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very it was, Stanley Kubrick. It was meta, kind of. It was a very meta, interesting psychological thriller, black comedy dramedy. It's all encompassing. This movie, really. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you an interesting question because I want to see if we were on the same brain, like brain wavelength, when the cop car pulls up at the end of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you think it was gonna be the cop at the beginning of the movie that when the they hit the deer because that's where my no, mind I went. That's, I was like, that's where mine went. I was like, I thought it was no. At first, my heart sank for just a yeah. second when I saw the lights. I was like, oh man, he's gonna get like totally, shot or something. He's gonna get shot, and it's gonna be a horrible downer of a movie. Why the fuck did we watch it? And then it clicked. I was like, wait a minute, I'm what happened TS, to the other guy? And then the t- a. yeah, the TS <laughs> fucking a guy popped out. I was like, okay, that's better. I just, better fucking end it like that. God damn it! Sometimes we know more shit. Sometimes we know more shit than y'all do. I think the two things that I didn't notice when I first saw the movie, and I don't know how I missed it, was the fact that all the all the black people wore hats that had already gone through the process. I didn't make that connection when I first watched the movie. I thought or, it was or strange the hair. Woman, or the woman had like that, that wig. That, yeah, like, to cover their scars. Yeah. They all wear the hats to cover their scars. I didn't notice that right away. I also didn't um, make the connection between 
the mom, the deer on the side of the road, and the woman at the end. Yes. I yeah. didn't... It's I, the it, same. Right. How it has that same feeling about yeah. having to... Yeah. The, that's, that's why I said at the beginning when he hit the deer, I was like, pay attention to this right. because this is important because it, it relates back to his mom getting hit by... He's like personally reliving that moment he's tried not to think about. Mm-hmm. It slowly awakened him. And then how... Fu- I knew as soon as he sat down in that chair, I was like, she's going to swindle his ass and totally hypnotize him and I don't know how it's going to happen. It was mm-hmm. so clever. Well, I, I kept hearing I, the I spoon knew, stir I and I was like, she's hypnotizing him right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this movie had hypnosis, it had uh, racism, it had parties, it had uh, romance and some betrayal, some Frankenstein-like shit, and it was a fucked up movie. I would recommend it. It was a great movie. When Rose turns on him, and she just like... You know, I when can't he finds, give these when to he you. finds oh. that box of pictures, uh, just different, including like the black people that he's seen before. I was really like hoping the, that the daughter wasn't going to be involved. Yeah, in that, that was what was trying. When I went to go see it, my friend Bridget was like, "She's in, she's in on it." She was like, "She's in on it from the beginning, mm-hmm. from like with the first twenty or thirty minutes." My friend Bridget was like, "She's in on it," and I was mm-hmm. like, "No, she isn't." She plays, and the, she ended up being like the main one of the main people. She plays that innocence card so well. You're like, oh, she doesn't know what's going on, and then you're like. It's just that that feeling you're like, and I love uh, how his friend Chris or Chris's character's friend like had it completely figured out from um, the very beginning. They're having these conversations. He's like, uh, "Get the fuck out of there!" Right. <laughs> you know. I, and I loved That's how funny. the like the first reference of the movie, the movie's title, is the is the picture with Logan, mm-hmm. and it like triggers him to. It's like the flash breaks the the chain of command that's going on in the brain. And Chris was smart enough to like figure out he uses that later, but like that moment with Logan when he's like, "Get out, get out of here!" Like His whole personality. He's not reversed. doing it trying to be mean to him. He's trying to save him in that moment. And the only person that should be realizing it is Chris, and everyone else is going, "Oh, he fucking ruined it." I love he's how spoiling it, it. I love how at the end he like used like the stuff from like the stuffing from the chair to like put in his ears so that she could not hypnotize him. Yeah, and that ultimately him. saved him. Yeah. I still think the creepiest mm-hmm. part of that movie for me was early on when he goes upstairs and everyone just stops and looks up. Yeah. I just want this I'm like, it was very Rosemary's Baby. It had yeah. that weird Satanist cult feel to it the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. it, just, it, it was really good. I'm so glad that you recommended this movie. Absolutely. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. And for whomever is out there listening, um, you probably have no idea what we're talking about if you haven't seen this movie. This probably sounds really strange. <laughs> but go see the movie Get Out. It was fantastic. So took the movie uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and just spun it on its head. Yeah. yeah. Guess Who's Not Leaving Dinner. <laughs> Man. They per- what is it with them? Like, I feel like Hollywood is doing such a great job of perfectly casting douchebag brothers. Look at Stranger Things 2 with Billy. You look at um, Rose's brother, Jeremy, I think it was, in the movie. Yeah. He was like, whoa, over-the-top douchebag. And then to put together that at the very beginning of the movie, that's him mm-hmm. that kidnaps Andre. And then it just, like, everything just turns on its head once you get the end of the movie. Right. So rewatching it, that was your third time? Second. Second. And that was your third time? That was like my fifth time. Whoa. Okay. I saw it twice in theaters, and I've seen it like twice since then, since I've owned it. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, let's go around, and let's rock our pizza slice review. we got to figure out how good this movie is. Out of five, what are you giving it, AP? i got to say five. It was Solid five. There's, I couldn't find anything to fault on this movie. Okay, I like that. Liz, what about you? I'd probably say five, too. It's not your typical cookie-cutter 
um, thriller or horror movie. And that's something that like for me, it's hard for me to find with like thriller and horror. I feel it's the same thing over and over, but this one's completely different. Absolutely. They re- like kind of redefine it. V, what about you? I'd give it a five out of five just because I, I didn't know anything about this movie going into it and not knowing what to expect and just watching it unfold was really cool. And I thought it was, it was like one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. Like it was actually really well made and wasn't just like, some stupid fucking block summer blockbuster, you know. This was a really cool cerebral, creepy, fucked up, funny movie. And there's not like a lot of like bogus plot holes. You can't look through the movie and just pick apart little well, yeah. mistakes or errors they made. They did a really good job of making it like sincerely with the purpose of telling a story as true as you could. Right. And it reminded me a lot like I started early on in the movie I started getting vibes from this uh, other movie that I had seen called Skeleton Key. And have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, with Kate. With Kate, Kate Hudson? Hudson. Yeah. yeah. And she's like in New Orleans and she goes, she's like a hospice worker and she goes to work for this elderly couple. And it's like a, a possession story. Like yeah. where the, all this, the servants there are like. Only, only aren't. It's aren't, all consciousness. Isn't, isn't, like in the that, isn't in that movie though, aren't the, aren't the black people possessing the white people? Yeah. The, he was like a voodoo yeah. priest and yeah. his wife, and they possessed the owners of that house yeah. or something. And they keep they keep moving into younger and younger bodies. Right. They it's like yeah, it's like tale of the body snatchers. Skeleton key got together and had a baby, and it was an interesting. Like they threw a little bit of Stepford Wives a little bit too. Yeah. Ugh. There was a lot of really cool <sighs> like references in this mm-hmm. movie. All right, let's kick it over to Lauren out of five. I'd have to give it a five just because I recommended it. And because... (laughs) (laughs) So you kind of have to, right? (laughs) And because I I paid to go see it twice in theaters. So So it's well worth it. Yeah. Um, I'm going with a five, too. I think this is our first perfect film foodie review, foodies Mm -hmm. uh, perfect score. Definitely. It had everything you want in a thriller. It kept you on the edge of your seat. There are moments where you're just like... You feel so much for the character. Like, no, don't do that. I know what's coming and I can't save you. You know, or like when he uh, goes to the sunken place and he's falling and you just want to like reach your hand in the screen and save this guy because he's like, you know, he's so fucked. He's crying when he's in that chair. Well, and the thing is, too, is, you know, he's like he's toast as soon as he starts immediately giving away details about what happened when he was a kid, because he said he's like, I'm not talking about that. I don't need to talk about it. And then like seconds later, he's immediately talking about it. He's like, yeah. And then just done. And then it's over. Yeah. She like took him on some guided meditation into hypnosis to the sunken place is what they called it. And it's like being a passenger in your own life as somebody else takes over your consciousness or your body, but your consciousness is still there. So they just take your whole brain out, put the other guy's brain, and then you just keep your consciousness in like the subconscious state, it seems like. Yeah, yeah the second place. Mm-hmm. Had uh, the dude from uh, Office Space in this movie. That was pretty awesome. Should have just given us red stapler. We didn't have any problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have my stapler? Uh, okay, so, so let's five out of five out of five because all five of us say five. Yeah, that's right. It's it's the first perfect score we've movie. had on the show. So I'm definitely recommending that to everybody. I think we've done a good job too of not spoiling that weird twist mm-hmm. that does make the movie so special. We've kind of t- we've danced around it. We never really said exactly what happens and why they're doing what they're doing. I think that's very important. Uh, motive is everything for that this movie. Go game I think. Still kind of. S- 
makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, the bingo game makes you super uncomfortable. It's like a slave auction. And yeah. also, what? Uh, can I, one unanswered question I think I had from this movie was the mirror with Georgina. She's in her room looking in a mirror, and doesn't, and it looks like she doesn't see out. Or is that supposed to just be because she's? She's looking at herself. She's I think she's at, admiring her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was just looking she's, at a reflection. She didn't see that he was looking. You're I focused gotcha. on your own, what you look like. I got you. She was just lost in herself. That's mm-hmm. fine. All right. Well, let's move on from that first perfect foodies movie, which we should absolutely recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out and get get out. See what yes. I did there? Uh, maybe that'll be the episode title. Okay, I don't know. Okay. That's weird. It's a lot of. Uh, it's hard to say. But let's go through some recommendations. Do you guys have anything in general we maybe not have talked about on the show? Something that you're into on the food front, on the film front, anywhere, it doesn't really matter, that you would recommend to our listeners? Um, what we just uh, watched last night, I would recommend... Uh, I would recommend Wish Upon. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's... Um, I think we... I don't know how we saw Upon. I think we just saw a preview before one of the movies we saw in theaters. Because yeah. we saw... I think it was during uh, 47 Meters Down, which is also a must-see. It was probably one of the best like shark thriller movies I've ever seen. Okay. Um, but Wish Upon is about this girl who stumbles upon this box, and she gets seven wishes, and there's kind of like dark twists to everything that she wishes for, and it's very interesting. The whole be careful what you wish for. Basically, yeah. Yes. Awesome. Is this a movie or a show? It's a movie. movie. A movie. Oh, is it on Netflix or something? We got it from Family Video. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, and it's also heard of it. it's also on Hoopla, which is a uh, if you have it linked to your library, you can get it. Yeah, it's like a free. There's audiobooks and um, the eBooks and movies and music. It's oh. yeah. Wish upon. Wish upon. We'll have to. I heard they're out. gonna make a sequel. I yeah, think they already. were. Yeah, or they were something tied something to the world like it's in. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I don't think Get Out could have a sequel. No. no. Pretty much ends with that family. Yeah. But if Jordan Peele makes another film, he has my money. Yeah, <laughs> completely. absolutely. I definitely am behind that. So you mm-hmm. guys are are collectively saying Wish Upon? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll go Lauren next. Do you have any recommendations? Just Westworld. I've been watching a lot of Westworld we lately. I you love have Westworld. Been posting a lot about Westworld. Yes, I love we still haven't Westworld. finished it. It's such a good show. I are on like episodes. Finished I finished. Five? I finished it. I finished watching it twice. Now I'm on my third go around. Is, is there things you've noticed as you watched a second time that you didn't pick up on, and then your third time going through it? Yeah, the third time I've definitely picked up on a lot of stuff that I did not so pick up on the first show. two times. I mean, just everything. Did you get spoiled at all going into that show, or were you completely open to everything that kind of came out from it? Mm, I was pretty much completely open. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't spoiled at all. That's how anything. I was. Like, it's not like Game of Thrones for me. Every time I watch it, I know what's what the future holds there but with westwood i had no idea and it made the ending payoff so much better yeah and we still haven't been spoiled on the ending at least i haven't right have you... it it it's so good yeah how, i can't how many wait episodes to finish in it. are you i think we're on episode five or six yeah there's mm, ten. ten all hbo shows are ten yeah i saw I'm the so movie excited for season two that was like that came out in like the early 80s late 70s or something it's just westwood when you movie. it's just when you realize at the beginning that the hosts aren't conscious and that they gain consciousness just by basically willing it into themselves. Right. This is wild. JJ Abe's produced thing, isn't it? Yeah. 
It was it was written by Michael Crichton, I believe. The original the original movie. Yeah, Michael Crichton. Yeah. I, I saw the original movie. It was really silly. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. But that made me have interest in the show when they announced that they were doing it. I was like, Oh, I remember something like that and then we started watching it and I really liked it, but for some reason, we set it aside for something else and Fringe. just never got back to it. I think you, it also, was Doctor you also Who. need to watch Fringe. Fringe. Oh, I love Fringe. I love it. Fringe is show. so good. I just haven't seen the last season. I saw. I I watched all of it, and then I didn't want to watch the last season because I was so disappointed that it was going to end. Is Fringe on Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it used to be. It's not on Netflix oh, anymore. Did, did Hulu yeah. or someone get them, or is it no, just gone? No, it's just gone. It's gone oh, yeah. entirely. The only way I can watch it is because I own all five seasons on DVD. <laughs> there awesome. you go. <laughs> v, what about you? You have any recommendations? Oh man, I don't know. I haven't really been watch. I don't haven't really had a lot of time to watch anything it's other also, than what we've talked about. Well, it could also be food based. Hmm, food based, you say? Yeah. Okay. Well, for Thanksgiving, um, my mom made White Castle slider stuffing. And I would highly recommend Googling whatever the fuck recipe that was and making it all the time. It was delicious. Liz would have liked it. Oh my gosh. That's like one of my favorite restaurants. Awesome. Yeah, she bought like a giant crave case and chopped them all up and threw them into her stuffing. And it was delicious. Tell your dad, right? Yeah, no <laughs> it's kidding. unreal. It's an unreal dish. I I was I was actually gonna recommend mod pizza going back to earlier in the episode because it was it's awesome. Like I said, Toppings galore, whatever you want. They, it's it's just a great place to eat. Is it, is it quick? Like, do they make them pretty quick? Mm-hmm. It's what, like ten minutes probably. We yeah. stand in there and wait total. So it's a place right by my work that maybe worth getting for lunch one day. Maybe. Oh, it is. There's one of them by your work. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Man. Oh, definitely get it. It's so good. You can get like um, a a mini pizza, which was enough for two people. Honestly, well, one person, and then like the regular size pizza is enough for two people. Yeah, but it's really good. I think the regular size pizza is an eleven inch for seven bucks, okay. and it doesn't matter what toppings you get; it's all the same price. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's not expensive. It's like seven bucks for an eleven inch any topping pizza. It's not bad because some places it's like, well, base fee is seven, then every ingredient is fifty cents. No, they don't charge you extra at Mont Pizza. It's pretty That's rad. Worth checking out, definitely. Mm. Keeps it on the cheap side. Moving on now, uh, let's talk about what we had today for food. We had me ranchito. You yeah, had not been there. It. We didn't really talk about it in too much detail. Okay. Um, what did you guys think? I really. We just had the. Well, I just had the cheese uh, quesadilla, and it was really good. So I sometimes I kind of hit or miss with cases. Sometimes they're a little too soft. Sometimes they're a little too crispy. This one was a good blend of the two, and then chips and salsa always are a crowd pleaser. Yeah. I've had, I haven't found a chips and salsa I didn't like. Sometimes you like the salsa more. Sometimes you like the chips more. But this one. Pretty. Definitely like the chips, also all good. Pretty and the quesadillas. Balanced. I had a cheese quesadilla also, and it was good too. I'm a dipper with my quesadillas, so yeah. Yeah. it was. I was able to dip it and not like get a ton of it in the salsa, which was really good. Excellent, excellent. You've had me ranchito probably a lot. Yeah, because yeah, I I lived in Lowell for like three and a half years, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> so it's kind of old hat to you. You just have yeah. like your standard order. Yeah. Although I used to when I went there in high school, I used to always get the cheese quesadilla. But now that I've gotten older, I prefer chicken. I prefer something with a little bit more protein in it. Yeah. As applied to as opposed to just you know straight up like cheese. 
When I was younger, I used to eat the seafood chimichangas. <laughs> I really liked those. But then as I got older, I realized that that was kind of horrific because it's like imitation crab and like uh, little pieces of rubbery shrimp. And I don't know. Your tastes so, have matured. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if they've matured. They've just definitely have changed towards the, the steak side. So I got the steak quesadilla today. It was delicious. Steak quesadilla is the bomb from from Miranchito. I love their chips and salsa, like you were saying earlier in the episode about how they're real flaky and they have layers to them. So you do you get a lot more salsa in the chip itself. Gives you it's like an extra place to put. It's like the vessel grew, <laughs> and you get to eat it and have more salsa in your gullet, which is always great. Uh, that's pretty much all of our recommendations. We've only got really one more thing on the docket today. I wanted to pick an actor or actress and start doing this for every episode where we're going to highlight that actor or actress. We'll bring up their filmography, briefly just discuss some of our favorite movies, and then we'll uh, we'll call it a day. Okay. So does anybody have a suggestion? I have one I'm going to throw on if nobody throws a name out there, uh, but I'll, uh, I'll let the floor be open for a second. Anybody? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. Let's pull Another up Westworld thing. Let's pull up Anthony Hopkins IMDb and go through. And the last thing I saw him in was uh, Thor Ragnarok. Hulk Ragnathor. I haven't Hulk seen the new Thor movie yet. Yeah, we're going to very soon. Like, probably next weekend, I would hope. Did you see Infinity War trailer? Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. We talked about that already on JIC this week that you haven't heard yet because it's not out yet because it hasn't been recorded yet in future time, but you've already heard it because today's Wednesday and Monday the show released. Ugh, so much time traveling <laughs> yeah. on foodies. Happens. Well, follows my show, which I heard is fantastic, even though it hasn't been timey-wimey stuff. <laughs> okay, Anthony Hopkins pulling him up now. Going to his IMDb. He was born in 1937, by the way. That's crazy to me. Well, just what off the off the top of your head would you I just, say? Is I just remember reading like a something something online about him that he like memorizes all of his lines. Like he does not. He he basically like he memorizes the whole script. Like not even yeah. just his lines, but he has like it knows it backwards and forwards. So yeah, he and knows he, where he, he comes really next. he really likes Shakespeare too, and I feel like that helps him a lot. Like with memorizing his well, lines. He was a, wasn't he a stage actor too for a bit? Yeah. That usually helps if you if you always went to stage first because in stage you have to know all the lines you can't you can't stop to another take your show must go on. Okay, with his filmography, it looks like the first actual movie he does. He did a couple TV shows in the early '60s, and I mean like 1960. Oh. He did a matter of degree. He was in two episodes, The Man in Room 17. He was a doctor for one episode, A Flea in Her Ear. He was in a that's a TV movie. And then in 1967, he was in Red, White, and Zero. That was his first credited movie. Uh, he was in Hamlet. Let's go up here, uh, looking at some of the bigger roles he did. War and Peace, TV miniseries. He did, uh, gosh. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, mm. that's on here, My obviously. favorite movie that he was in was Meet Joe Black. I was going to say, I love him in that movie, I too. I thought he, he played was Joe so Parrish. interesting. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was such a good character in that movie. Yeah, that was such a sad movie, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it I makes me cry every time. Every time. Every time. Like, it's like three hours of just like... It's so long. <laughs> but you know what? The Randomly, music, I'll music, see it like music, on HBO. The and music like, in that movie, too, the score for God, that movie so is so sad. emotional. It is. It's very emotional. <laughs> when did that movie come out? Like 1998. I don't think I've seen that movie, actually. I might have to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good, 
but it's very sad and uh, bittersweet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend that movie too. That was a good one. Okay, we've got. He was uh, in the Hunchback of Notre Dame as Quasimodo. The as a TV, animated movie, it was a TV movie in oh. 1982. Surprise! surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought he was kind of terrible in Dracula. Do you remember yeah. him in that? I did not like him in that he either. Was so weird. Yeah. Was he also in that uh, the Wolfman movie? That recent Wolfman yeah. movie with I like liked, I liked that movie with Emily Blunt. Mm. That I, movie was good. It was, it it was, was okay. okay. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I watched it once and I didn't hate it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't the... remember it either. It was just kind of like unremarkable. Mm-hmm. Like, like it. I don't know. At least for me, I feel like all of the recent remakes of these classic horror movies have just kind of fallen flat. Like well, in the last, since they're... like I've been alive, I think they've all been. Right, Sub-par. and they tried to reboot that whole mummy thing with Tom Cruise. Right, I think and it's just Universal I... movie monsters are supposed to be making a comeback, and they're that's I think that's dead. They the already shelved it. Yeah, because of the mummy it flopping. Did so bad. Yeah, I feel they should have just tied it to the uh, Brendan Fraser franchise and just moved it that way. But they wanted a they wanted a a, a list actor direction. vehicle. Yeah, didn't work. It, did, it I failed. I feel like that's been happening a lot to Tom Cruise lately. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, by the way, uh, not just in Silence of the Lambs. He was also in Hannibal and Red Dragon. Hannibal, Hannibal is probably my favorite movie out of the three of them. Okay, wasn't what wasn't yeah. there one? Wasn't it Rising? Hannibal, no, I thought Hannibal was, Rising oh, yeah. didn't have Anthony Hopkins. That in it. was that was like the prequel. It, okay, it came. It was well. It was like it was like the fourth movie, but it came before Red Dragon chronologically. Okay. And it went, it went Hannibal Rising chronologically, then Red Dragon, then Silence of the Lambs, then Hannibal. Then, they were released Silence of the Lambs, then Hannibal, then Red Dragon, then Hannibal Rising. And then is the TV show, is it tied at all to the movies or is it just like a in-between type? Um, the TV show is amazing. It is. I can agree. It's so good. It's like seriously probably one of my top five TV shows. Where would that it's fall? really gory, by the way. Yeah. Where would that fall chronologically? Really Is it like a Hannibal it Rising kinda, time period? Of, it kind of exists like in its own. Continuity? It's Yeah, its own little universe. But I guess you could say chronologically it spans the events of. It probably takes place before The Silence of the Lambs. Okay. I just looking at Anthony Hopkins' uh, list of movies, he's played some really iconic people. He played Richard Nixon mm-hmm. in Nixon. He played Alfred Alfred Hitchcock in Hitchcock. Oh, I liked that movie. I liked that movie a lot too. Uh, didn't he? Didn't he play someone in like Amistad or yeah, something? Yeah, he was in Amistad. I, Let me look that. I up. watched that in school. I have a <laughs> feeling that I read online that that was a that was a movie, movie that was a movie that like he memorized like that crazy long speech he was, that he gave in he the was courtroom. John Quincy Adams. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was also in The Mask of Zorro. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Zorro movie. <laughs> he has Antonio Banderas. I know that. I just don't remember saucius. him in that movie. He has an uncredited role in Mission Impossible 2. Weird. Okay. He narrated the How the Grinch Stole Christmas movie that uh, I think Jim Carrey did in 2000. I have to watch that. That one's on Netflix. My kid just wanted to watch that recently. And then he got kind of freaked out by it. And then he lost interest and then of course he was odin oh which come on now i'd like to well he probably loved that if he had the shakespeare roots doing the first one. Oh yeah that's probably yeah, what drew him probably in he loved that it's yeah. in the third one he's odin, like this odin is what the, the movie became movies. yeah isn't he a painter now 
Doesn't he paint? Anthony Hopkins. He seems kind of like a Renaissance man. Well, he so also yeah. he, surprised if he, he was wrote a, painter. a symphony at one point that someone performed for him. What? Really? Yeah, That's he incredible. like he wrote like some shoes when he was like a, really young, and someone played it for him at like a celebration, and he like recognized it and like broke down. I have a feeling that wild. he speaks several different languages. He seems too. like that kind of person. I'm just not sure which one he which ones he speaks. He's definitely mm. a Renaissance man. Now I'm going to look up and see if his IMDb says if he's bilingual or multilingual. Go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Maybe. That's where I meant to say. My fault. Uh, Sir Anthony. Philip Anthony Hopkins, actually. My fault. Uh, oh, Wikipedia has ads now? Wikipedia's really? wa- Wikipedia doesn't have ads. They just want you to donate. They're, they're ads to donate money to them, so they I don't have to get ads. I can't. Hmm. So it's... I can't do that. I get emails from this guy named Jimmy from Wikipedia all the time. He's always asking you, me for money. Did you edit for Wikipedia? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can't have remember. Interesting. He has a dual citizenship. With England? Yes. Is he, a, is he a sir? Yes, he's, he's been knighted. He yeah. has been knighted. Sir Philip Anthony Hopkins. That's crazy. Legendary actor, man. Mm-hmm, and, definitely. Uh, he's only probably got a couple really solid years left, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, we just saw that... Um, Dark. I'm really sad that he's, he's not like going to be in like, Westworld what's... season two, not to spoil it for any of you. <laughs> he's like 70? Or 80? Yeah, some of the, 37? A lot of the... Big actually getting up there. There's he's probably, eighty. He's eighty. Yes. Well, and he um, just did a Transformers movie. I know the. Oof, why? Ugh. Why? I know I'm spacing on the name, but the guy um, he played Lincoln. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis just officially retired from acting. So, really? So I feel like Anthony Hopkins is while he's Didn't in too that, much. Didn't that like already happen? Well, he said after the movie time. that's coming out this year is his last movie he's done. Sure it is. He'll might come back. There's a juicy enough role. So they'll, oh, probably, no they'll probably find a well, way like to bring him back. Nicholson's been retired they'll probably, forever, but he might come back. They'll probably find a way to bring him back in Westworld just because it's Westworld. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, is, there, any, is there anything else we want to talk about today on Foodies before we call it an episode? Uh, I, think I just want to say it was so nice to finally meet you, Liz. And yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice to see you guys. coming down, and I'm so glad that I was able to host you guys all yeah. in Studio yeah. V. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, also, anytime, foodies, you want to come on and be a part of the episode, please do. It's Absolutely, been a blast. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear your guys' poor report episode in the future. Yeah, we'll have to do one. Oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> Liz, lo- Liz loves political news so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can feel the sarcasm permeate <laughs> off of you. That was amazing. Uh, Lauren, did you have anything else to add today before we rock out? Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, folks, uh, as always, check out Foodies Watching Movies on all of our different social media platforms. You can get us on Facebook at Foodies Watching Movies or on Instagram at Foodies Watching Movies, on Twitter at Film Foodies. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to the Journey into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com or on all the different podcasting apps whether it's itunes podbean google play music stitcher radio what is that Castbox? Castbox. you use Castbox. Yeah. that's a new one i've heard before came with, made a, uh made the airport flying a lot easier oh interesting overcast downcast we're pretty much everywhere just search journey into comics and then if you go on to journey into on the side you can go to all of everybody on the network's uh, uh different pages and check it out. If you go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics, you get early access for a dollar. Every episode, as soon as it's done being edited, goes directly onto the Patreon before it debuts later that week on the network itself at journeyintocomics.com. And then for three bucks, you get exclusive content. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Foodies Watching Movies. I've been Nate. I'm Andrew. I'm Veronica. Lauren. Liz. And we will check you guys later. Eat well.